previously on Champions of the Earth. I walk for the door with Edmund Chong like in a fucking headlock. And the lights go black. Everywhere, the entire gymnasium, the lights flicker and go Wait. black. In a few moments, everyone is gonna see, but you guys are the first to see five figures. Each one is at least six feet tall, long and willowy. Thin body, wearing white, white armor. One of them has Esmond, and, huh. Oh no. They close in, they make eye contact, they signal to each other, and one by one by one, they vanish. Taking Esmond Chong. Oh, there. Right there. Trial is a bit of a complicated term here. When we say trial, it's really more of a have you transgressed? In which case, yes. In which case, you're executed. But what did he do? Use their magic. But like, well, how could he do that? He stumbled through the same circle that you all did. He ended up in a similar place as you. How I'm afraid I maybe wasn't entirely honest. Perhaps didn't tell everyone everything. But you should know. Technically, you've transgressed as well. Great. Human on trial, say justice of the court. <laughs> Dead already, or soon to be. If I have a chance to say something, I could change the outcome. And then, in all the debris, by itself, you find the Unicronium. Uh, Huxley picks it up um, very reverently. And you hear in your ear, when you need us, play for us, and the army will come. Champions of the Earth. The hall is silent as the collected masses stare in awe, trepidation, and fear. The anti-light pours in through the massive windows that surround the hall, shining their light, or rather, shining their shadows on the faces of the assembled crowds, the finely dressed Fae the utilitarian bestials in the corners, the servants in the shadows, all staring at you, the five humans standing in the doorway, and the king and queen at their own thrones. The king's words still ring out in your ears, champions of the earth, welcome back. Okay, like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I've never been here before. 
I feel like I'd remember. You hear in the comms. Wait, don't blow it. And then like Martha does this quick look to all of like, she sort of, cause we had this just, like, we had this big momentum coming in and Martha was completely thrown by welcome back. The king smiles to himself. He and his queen share a look. And he turns to the room and says, hmm, well, do you deny that you are human? No. We do not deny it. <laughs> Excellent. It's good to build from a foundation of trust. Gods? Uh, in, in the comms, just to you, Mel, I go, I think he's talking about the champions before us. He claps. And from the sides come streaming more of the Fey Guard. These armored white individuals come swooping in and start to line the walls. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? 20. Stay, Stay forward. Frosty. Stay forward. Will you not at least hear our case, good lord? We are always amiable to a conversation. After all, this is a trial. And who would we be? if we did not listen to all those who were being tried. Considering that it is illegal in these kingdoms for humans to walk upon our fields, yes, you have so politely turned yourselves in. It would be remiss of us to not try you. So Huxley's looking at the all the guys in the white suit in the white armor and has now like got finally some like one-to-one -one sort of confirmation for this and steps forward and says, uh, excuse me, respectfully, uh, point of order, since uh, we are on the topic of the treading upon of fields, and would it not be a big problem were you to be treading upon the fields of the champions of the earth? He looks actually, he looks angry. He doesn't like back talk, he doesn't like this, and his queen reaches her long hand out and sets it upon his shoulder. Let me speak to the small one. Huxley drops the helmet like partially just enough to like make some eye contact and to be charming and, and yeah the queen doesn't seem that different from martha's mom <laughs> like sort of in this moment and huxley can handle martha's mom in the tv show version of this she's played by the same actress yeah <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. what is your name blue warrior well you you can call me steve very well. Steve, let me ask you a question. Do you believe that the champions of the Earth rule your world? I do not believe that we rule the world, but we are responsible for its safety and protection. We let, let us people. Let's say that we are its regents and its warriors and defenders and its advocates. And, you know, champions. Huxley holds out a fist for the, the bump on that one. That's and solid. the giant knight version of Rico fist bumps. Uh, Martha's kind of like bopping around. Like she's really impressed with, with, with Huxley's kind of misdirection here. On four of those accounts, I can 100% agree. The fifth. Regents, please. Royalty knows royalty. And it's illegal to trespass in our kingdom because we make the laws of this kingdom. You show me a king of earth, I'd be glad to make treat with him. Well, that's one of the wonderful things about the way that our two worlds work. 
Like, for example, uh, what you call day, we call night. Uh, when you look up at your sky sheet, uh, we, we normally expect that the daytime hours are the bright ones and that the nighttime hours are the nighttime ones. So it makes total sense to me that there's a king and a queen here and a not king and not queen where we are, right? It's totally logic. Dude, you're doing... I think you're doing really good, man. Yes, day and night, light and shadow. It's quite whimsical how our two worlds differ. And trust me when I say, if you ever do catch any of our people upon your side of the veil, you are free to try them in your human court. But we are not on your side of the veil. We are in mine. Hold on, wait, wait, I'm sorry. I'm still learning the intricacies of your legal system. Um, and I'm also, it's also um, that you are so beautiful that I'm having a very hard time like focusing all the time. But I'm, we're gonna work past that for just a second. Huxley drops the visor back down. She's a little charmed by that. As I understand it, you said that if we catch your stormtroopers in our court, that we can try them, which means that you would need to catch our dude, and he points at Esmond Chong, like in your court. but. You didn't. You actually caught him in our court, like specifically our homecoming court. And there is a king and queen there. Except that we didn't get to crown one because some of these jokers uh, wrecked the DJ booth before we got to that part of the evening. So at the moment, we don't actually have a king or a queen in our court uh, to do these things. So that's why I said regent. She kind of leans over to her king and they- Martha like turns and looks at Huxley what, with what I can only describe as almost hard eyes. Uh, can, we, can we like logic check that? Yeah, that's amazing. I'm actually gonna, this is going to, we are engaging now in social combat. Social combat. Yes. 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 We are favorite type of combat. <laughs> make, <coughs> friends. Make, make friends, make friends, make friends. <laughs> okay, rolled it. Oh, okay. 21. 21, that's good. Do we have, do we have little <laughs> coins? I want to give you my little coin. Yeah. I yeah, I will accept. I will accept your coin. <laughs> I was just like, oh shit. Um, <laughs> there is a king and queen, and they did take him from a court. Like it's, it's totally logically sound, but they just can't handle it. <laughs> so the king and queen of the Fae are having a quiet but intense conversation. The king, as you can tell, is not happy with this conversation. The queen is making some emphatic points. And she turns away. And the king turns to you. It has come to the court's attention that perhaps we offered a transgression within the domicile of your human court. While a king and queen had not been crowned, Royalty must respect royalty. And we have committed offense. We shall offer our apologies to the king and queen. Should we ever cross paths with them, perhaps you yourselves could offer apology for us if you ever are to return home. No apology necessary. Just give them back and we'll be on our way. Unfortunately, that will not be possible. The crime is still committed. But the crime was committed without his consent. He was brought here by one of yours without his permission. 
We of the Fae do not recognize consent. Lesser beings do not have an ability to grant or sway us. At that, Martha's gonna kind of just look back at all of the bestials and everyone and the servants. And everyone agrees that you're perfect and that all the decisions you make are right. Nico turns and looks where she's looking. And, and then and, 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 like she looks kind of back kind of, and then slides her eyes back, but like for a hot second, it lights on that unicronium. And for a mere second, a mere moment, a glimmer, you see a look across some faces and then if there was a way for this woman to look even more imperious, for her neck to perhaps become even longer, her nose even more angular to look down, she does so, and the entire room goes deathly silent. We We shall shall begin begin the trial now. She claps, guards, six guards, step forward through the crowd and kind of stand uh, at the edges. Actually drops the biomechanoid suit and switches back to the, the Faye look, even though like face is a little more like visible. Huxley's the new kid, he's never seen Esmond Sean before. But like not like up close or anything like That's correct. Esmond yeah. kind of cuts his eyes up at you he's and you he looks frogged. ragged. Esmond Chong has been in a cell for you do not know how long. His hair is unkept, his skin is sallow, his clothing is filthy. He's, he's, he's real ragged and he looks up and he goes, please, please just leave. Stay quiet, dude. Avert thine eyes. It's all gonna be fine. Nico's gonna actually go up to Esmond, like mm-hmm. go closer to Esmond a step. As I do, I'm also gonna drop my helmet. And he does know me. He does. Nico, what are you doing? I got this. Give me a second. Nico? Amen. What? It's fine. Everything's fine. What? Look at me. And he's looking at you? I want you to know two things. One, I'm sorry for how we treated you. What was making you follow her? I don't know what it was. But I'm sorry. Number two. And hey, we don't have a lot of time, so look at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get you home. Oh God. But you gotta not give up on us. You gotta not give up on you. You hear me? You're the only one who's gonna get you out of this. Oh God. And we're going to try to carve away. Do you understand? Okay, yeah. Okay, just as I'm about to turn around, I I look back and then I go, the hot one's Mel. And I (laughs) put the uh, helmet back on. Dude, what the? You can't hear anything. You just hear maybe like the, 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 the okay, mental no. sound of a tea kettle going off. <laughs> Which is Martha's internal psyche right now, Nico. Uh, Huxley, meanwhile, is holding up his hands, be like, yeah. hold on just a minute, just a minute. I'm sorry. Like, we're here to work this out together with you so that we can maintain the peace between the realms. As you've mentioned, this is not your first time uh, dealing with us. It is not. Well, and there are rules in place for reasons. Well, why did you make us have to come back here? <laughs> why did you fuck up so much? <laughs> My, My sweet, sweet summer, summer Steve. Steve. There, there is, is no, no parody, parody for, for the, the accused. accused. There, there is judgment and execution. As far as humans go, I'm probably not on the smarter end of things. So just bear with me a little bit here as I... Would it matter 
if the entity that caused this human to transgress against you was one of the Fae. Well, if this was true... It is true. What you hear, Olive, at your ear is... Selling me out wasn't part of the deal. I'm not doing anything. Anything you, you can tell me in this court right now to help us so that we don't have to do anything like this? They are going to kill you if you don't get Esmond out. Get Esmond out and get out! We didn't come here for a polite talk. If there's a way to chat, I would have chatted! Is there something, something we, we should, should know? Over comms, Huxley's like, Let's keep the ace in the hole. Why? Because we don't know what kind of game we're playing yet. I mean, we're playing a game where we're gonna die unless we can pin the blame on someone else, who, by the way, actually should be taking the blame. Or we jailbreak. You're, you're looking at how badly we're outnumbered here, right? She's interested. She wants this. No, All right, you, you found, that was really good. You found something that she wants. So definitely don't give it to her right away. Like, they make her, make her work for it. He's our only way out of here. If we give him up, who knows how we're going to get back? Nico steps forward. Hey, man, stop talking down to us, man. We're the champions of the Earth. Nearly the most recent. And there's never been another king or queen? You don't get new ones from time to time? And again, that's to the crowd. Queen, there's a little murmur, and the queen stomps her foot. No. We have been royal. We will be royal. We are eternally royal. Your trials have begun. Have you stood upon the grounds of the Fae? When Nico literally, like, puts his arms out in either side, looks up at you, uh, and then puts both of his middle fingers up. <laughs> what a dumb question. Shadow Woman, have you stepped on the lands of the Fae? Guys, I think they're about to kill us. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, see, they think they're about to kill us. Little Purple Princess. Are you acknowledging me as royalty? Merely your sartorial style. No, I have not set barefoot on your fields. A fine distinction that shows you've been paying attention. And yet, you've breathed our air, which is just as deadly. Blue Steve, have you set foot in our kingdom? Huxley pauses for a long moment and then says, this is gonna be your last chance. Let him go. Let all of us go. Free us or die. And he looks like right back over at Nico. And Nico literally looks at Mel. There's a mumbling that goes around the crowd and the king is like, and you see, like, fear in his eyes. And the king is delighted. Oh, this is fantastic. Of the six, that is five condemned, leaving only one in gold. Where did you come from? And how did you get here? Tell us that, and the court may find lenience. Perhaps two of you can. 
I, I blow my, my social power strike. Martha's gonna plant her feet in the ground. She's gonna point in her beautiful, bright, golden, shining armor as the last person to speak. And she is going to be like, I don't want to answer to you. So I got, that, that's already a plus 10. And, um. That's already a plus 10? Well, Social logic. power strike is five. Oh, plus your other five. So yeah, it's a 10. Can I go ahead and throw a contingency plan on this one? Because I did say earlier I was going to argue it in a court. Yeah. So it's a plus 13. Jesus Christ, you did say that. Okay, <laughs> what insane. I want you all to realize, though, is that there was a perhaps a chance of de-escalation. <laughs> and in her planting her feet and taking on this uh-huh. role, you all realize that... Combat's there's a- coming. Yeah. Uh-huh. Huxley's looking at Martha a little bit differently. This is a, this is a bad idea, Martha. You need to stop. 19 plus 13. <laughs> Suck it! <laughs> oh, did you nat 20? Holy shit. No! He nat 20. No, Colin, come on! It was a 19! Boost! Yeah. So natting also is like... How does natting work? Isn't natting supposed to be like absolute in this game? It, natting is absolute. No! Right. But it is such an absurd... So it's gonna be a mixed success. Okay, but let's can we actually just do the math here, and that is a 19 plus 13 is a 20. What is what is probably the highest? 32. 32 plus another two is 34. 34 is the highest roll I think we've had on Champions of the Earth. Earth. So let's just go ahead and take a little moment to. All right, yeah, good job. (laughs) Um, You can see that you are 100% correct. While the queen has been very much haughty and keeping everyone at a distance. There is some aspect of this. The king is nervous. There is a probably a reason why they haven't just straight off, offed Esmond. They're not going to give you anything, right. but they're sweating. Okay, that's what I suspected. So yeah, so what Martha says basically is funny that perfect people don't seem to know their own kingdom. That this perfect king and queen don't seem to know what goes on right under their noses. Martha, stop. They can't control magic. They can't control anything. You're gonna get and now killed. you want us die anyway. to just feed you this information, just to give it to you. You don't know how we got here, and that terrifies you. And as perfect beings, I wouldn't think you had fear. You will tell us how you got here? Or we will not be responsible for what happens next. No, you certainly won't. And she goes, she points to Huxley and she goes, hit it. Rock and roll. Bra. The middle bit. Da, 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 da. We're back, babies. Hi, everybody. We are back. And Colin's here, alive and well. I'm alive and well. They let me out of my the punishment box. Hooray! Thank you, Jesse. Thank you for unlocking me and releasing me to here to do the middle bit. Oh, my sweet beach bays. It's been such a hot second since we've had a chance to talk. Um, but I'm so glad that you've joined us at this intimate rock and roll show. You enjoy the musical stylings of one Huxley and his unicronium guitar? I hope so. Jesse, do you have anything to tell us about that particular music cue that you whipped up there? Uh... 
it's not what you think. Oh. oh. <laughs> I just realized. No, often, often, in fact, on this show, um, it has occurred to me that maybe people don't know that it is me playing um, every other time that Huxley has played, except this one. Ah. Um, every other time that Huxley has played a stringed instrument on the show, it has actually been me, including the Homecoming episode and the entirety of the I Fought the Law. Um, yeah, song. Yeah, guys, you thought we just found that on the internet? We didn't. Jesse had to go down to the music mines and craft it using his own two hands. That is me playing all of the instruments. Um, that is actually me singing. Um, that is the rest of us singing backup. Um, also, that I pulled out of just our tabletop session. Because that's what we do. That's the kind of commitment that we bring to you, the listeners, to make sure this Champions of the Earth is a premier and premium experience for you. I had planned to play something original um, in that moment, but the moment unfolded differently when five other people were also in charge of the story. So I can safely say now, though, Colin, that mm. I had prepared live in the room that we were playing in a sweet Nickelback cover that was going to be the original way to Huxley summons the ghost army. Well, I'm glad you let me know this so far past the moment, because I'm pretty sure that if you tried to strum out a rock and roll Nickelback, the ghosts would have all made a hard pass. That would have been a hard pass from them. Um, I don't know, man. It was the early aughts. Everybody liked Nickelback. <laughs> ghosts. Even the ghosts were into Nickelback. That's true. That's true. So who knows? You know what? We'll we'll pin that in the in the might have been. Yeah. Uh, but let's not talk about what might have been. Let's talk about the is here now. The is here now is summer. Is summer babies? I'm sorry. You're not all babies. I just. I love you all so much, and I want to bring you close like you're my own progeny. Uh, but summer is here. Um, we're clicking along at a pace. I know it's been a hot second since we've had a new episode for you, um, but I hope you guys forgive us for that as well. You know that you are always foremost in our hearts. It's just that our personal lives are a little bonkers, but that's cool. What is life without its complications? Uh, the point is... We're over here in Champions Land, moving everything along. Um, I want to give you guys a quick zine update. Zine update. It's happening. Yes. The update is, yeah, my dudes, we're working on it. We have the art is being commissioned. It's all in the pipeline. It's starting to show up, and I'm loving it. The text is all getting hammered out and formatting it as we speak. We are looking at different different printing zona particulars and uh, processes. Mm -hmm. uh, we do have a little update when it comes to getting your hands on the physical copies. Uh, so you are getting it all at once. Yes, yes. Which is great. It's great for everyone. Best experience. Best experience. You're going to get a uh, a lovely little package that will be filled with all four of these rock and roll zines, uh, as well as any of the ancillary uh, bonuses that you may have acquired, uh, posters, dice, etc. And it'll all come to you at once. Uh, this is certainly not because it turns out it's completely insane for us to do four separate mailings across the entire summer that's not it we could totally do it but we decided it would be best to optimize the experience for you much like a a christmas morning because you know what they always say 
the best thing about Christmas is you get it all at once. You get it all at once. Exactly. Uh, if you guys happen to take a look at the Kickstarter, you'll see that uh, I actually posted a picture of the custom bespoke Icosagon. Icosagon? It's called. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what Die Hard Dice has named our custom D20 with its own unique color scheme pulled from uh, the Champions of the Earth colors. The Icosagon will be shipping with all of the tiers that had a D20. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, if you liked the Icosagon and um, you didn't um, back at that tier, I actually don't think you should worry because it's it's very likely, in fact, that it will be added to the lineup. I have held one in person and like it very muchly. Would you say that it only rolls 20s? I would not say that because that is Tracy. not... No, that's not a thing that you actually want if you like playing a game. Uh, you like that it rolls lots of things. I suppose. Otherwise, as long you're as just in, otherwise you're just in cheat mode, which is fun every now and then if you are playing The Sims or Doom. As a professional, as, a, as someone trying to cobble together some kind of a cogent story out of this random dice generating game, uh, I would not mind a dice that only rolled D20, rolled 20s. Just for me though, just not for, for you I was going to say, like, you gave us a bunch of dice that rolled very poorly. <laughs> uh, at the start of this game until Die Hard Dice became our sponsor. Die Hard Dice, not weighted dice that ruin games. Die Hard Dice, beautiful dice, and we love them. Um, really bad, I don't know, I, mean, I have a lot of respect for Jack Benny and everybody else who ever had to like just like, yeah, give them like yeah. a good thing. It's hard to come up with a different, neat, fun, original thing to say every time uh, you talk about a sponsor. Uh, but it's not hard to love Die Hard Dice. How is that? That was good. Okay, great. No, I liked it. You brought it back around. Um, let's see here. Do we have any personal summer updates? Um, I guess. Let me go ahead. You guys are listening to this on a Tuesday, which means that tomorrow, uh, which is Wednesday, or I mean, it's definitely Wednesday from a certain perspective. It's the 29th, I believe. Is that Wednesday? God, I hope this episode comes out. Yes. <laughs> Regardless, um, you can pick up uh, Jack and I. We are the writers of Star Trek Year 5. Um, that exciting comic book is uh, having its second issue drops this week. So you should go get it if you are into uh, the original series, Star Trek, the original series. Generally, when I talk about Trek, I am a little bit more calm and collected. But this is Champions of the Earth, baby, so we going nuts. Pew, 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 pew. Also, uh, this summer? Uh, yes. So, um, people who have been sort of following uh, as this sort of just sort of keeps happening, um, Martzi and I, along with our good friend Sean Bloom, nay Bouchard, uh, have been developing an augmented reality escape room in a box. Uh, we have been shepherded along by Google for a period of time. We were at the Game Developers Conference in March, and we are excited to announce that we are going to be shown at E3 in June um, uh, as part of the Indicade booth. So uh, we'll be there, and you'll probably be hearing more about that because it's become my life. As it should, because it's freaking awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. I'm really, really happy with it. All right, let's bring this into the final bullet point of our little action item list. Yes, uh, yes, action items. Speaking of action items, we are going to cop to something. Yeah, yeah, here's a little, uh, it's time for a little bit of truth. Um, Colin, do you know how to, how to, how to gram? Nah, the only gram I do is them kind of crackers with the tasty marshmallow and choco on it. God, I could have gone so badly. I'm so happy that you just, like, s'mores. Um. (laughs) 
No, guys, here's the truth of the matter. Um, yeah, we're we're on Twitter. We're primarily Twitter folks. We we do a little bit of that Facebooking, but Instagram's kind of very opaque to us. We don't really know how to gram. Plus, we're an audio podcast, and that's a visual social media platform. So, what we would love for you guys to help us with is show us how we gram. Um, over the course of this month, if you would, uh, Recommend us. Recommend us on Instagram using whatever visuals and video or whatever. We don't know what's good for Instagram or what's good for you. We would like to be inspired by you and to see the imagery that you associate with Champions of the Earth as you spread the word. Um, You can tag at WeAreNerdSmith, which is, of course, our lovely network. Uh, And you can use the hashtag ChampionsCast. Uh, and at the end of the month, we're going to look through all of the uh, hashtag champions cast posts and we're going to do a random drawing to get that person some sweet, sweet swag, uh, which we're more excited to or very excited to send your way. Uh, more details developing. But um, help us out, dogs. Like, gram it for us. Yeah. I just want to take this moment and say that in general, our community has been so fantastic about getting the word out. I love seeing the reviews. I like seeing all the shout outs on Twitter. Uh, we just don't know anything about Instagram, but everybody keeps telling us that we should be talking about ourselves on Instagram. So we just figured this would be a great way to do uh, something and also be able to put some prototype swag into some hands of some people. Oh, prototype swag. Yeah, I'll drop that hint. Okay, 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 I'll drop okay. That hint. Um, okay, I think that's all the news that's fit to print. Uh, this has once again been a wonderful middle bit with your hosts, Colin. I'm Jesse. Hey, and this is Champions of the Earth. Keep on rolling, you fly babies. And you know what? Have yourselves an adventure. Actually strikes that chord. Alright, man. Yeah, let's do this. It is a power chord that starts at your feet, works its way to the top of your head, and you all feel this thrum. That doesn't just fill your ears, it fills your hearts, fills your minds. Uh, As the chord rings out, everyone stops for a moment, and the queen kind of rubs her ear and says, Terrible noise. Remove that loot from my... And then you hear a whoa. Something slamming against the gates. Okay, here it goes. Guards, attend to the gates. And the guards kind of nod and they start shuffling off. You hear a boom from outside. Yeah, that's not really going to work, the like tending to the you gates. You hear a chant, just chant. Army, army, army. They're like, what? What? What's happening out? And the doors fly open. Last chance. Rise up against the power! And the horde of ghosts come pouring into this room. The bestials, the guests, everybody else starts screaming in utter panic. And I need y'all to roll initiative. Time okay. To get it. Let me paint you guys the picture, just so we're clear. On the edges of this throne room are all the civilians. They are freaking the fuck out, and they are trying to get out as fast as possible. There were six guards immediately close to you, as well as the king, the queen, and Esmond. At the moment, no one else is charging the room. The additional guards that had entered are working on crowd control and getting ready to deal with what appears to be an incoming horde of ravaging mystical monsters. 
Top of the round is King Summer Squall, whose hair lifts up off his shoulders, blown by an invisible wind as his red cloaks billow as he screams out, Judgment, Judgment has, has been, been passed, and, and you, you are, are all sentenced, sentenced to death! And from his hand he creates a lance of burning flame. You, Steve, shall be first! <laughs> and he throws I mean, a... That's gotta be a t-shirt, right? Throws this burning lance straight for you! I'm gonna boost. Uh, I'm gonna spend two and boost it to a 13. That's smart, because he rolled a 12. Uh, as the burning spear uh, comes shooting at you, but you nimbly duck and dive out of the way. Martha. Martha's shield goes up. She's got, she's got something in her back pocket, but she doesn't have quite... Actually, wait, no. You got my chip. I do, and I have five, so that's ten. All right. She just looks right at that throne room. She's gonna run straight at the throne, and she's gonna geo spike. Um, a jagged fire of ore bursts from the ground at any range, doing five damage. Basically, trying to se- almost separate and knock out those king and queen. Okay. And Attacking she is not making gold this time. What's she making? Cold iron. Hell yeah, she is. And she's 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 booging it to get to Esmond, and she's trying to distract them away from him. So that's the, that's the whole thing. The cold iron spike comes ripping up out of the white stone floor. It shatters their uh, their beautiful thrones, and the king and queen both shout in fucking shock as they not only are pushed aside, but it actually burns the queen's hands. It sizzles and just absolutely rips through the exter, her beautiful kind of gown, like it savages her, and her, it seems like her skin is actually burning at the touch of this of this cold iron. Um, she stumbles back and is hurt. Um, both her and her husband are staggered back for, yes, for five. Uh, and she's still on her feet. She's fucking pissed. You've you, used, you, you summoned, summoned our own powers, powers against, against us? You've you stolen the powers of the faith for yourselves? yourselves? Death, Death will not, not be good, good enough, enough for you. As it is. Olive's turn. And as the queen uh, yells that, she sort of s- straightens up and and just yells, maybe you weren't worthy to have them in the first place. And I just want to reach my hands up and call Bluebell above her. Thank God. Yes. <laughs> As from the air above the queen, the queen is like, haughty little child. What the hell is that? As a giant elephant appears in the air above her, Bluebell, as she shrieks, and an elephant comes dropping down on top of her. Um... Witch of the evil witch, or good witch of the east. I mean, like, literally the only thing sticking out up from her is her feet. Holy shit. She got smushed by a the fucking hon- elephant. Honey, I, 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 I look back uh, at, at Olive. Uh, uh, uh. Getting really sick of this place. And the, the king just shouts out, my, my, my queen, queen gods, gods, soldiers. And Huxley, you're up. Huxley points back at, uh, King Summer Squall and said, I told you. I told you. Priscilla, shank him. <laughs> so, so Priscilla manifests immediately behind 
King Summer's Fall. And I'm going to use Priscilla's um, move that I have never used before, um, which is called um, Trash Panda. Oh my Wait, gosh. the move is called Trash Panda? Yes, uh, here, Trash Panda. Shanks people? Trash Panda perfectly mimics an enemy or ally attack or maneuver. And I am going to cold iron spike the king from behind. So are you trying to get Trash Panda to utilize the Geospike? Yes. So the king looks around trying to find this mythical Priscilla. Perhaps an elephant will fall down upon his head. No, haha, -ha, he has this under control. When he does not see behind him the little blue raccoon standing there with this fucking mean look on her little face. Just the absolute fuck you, dude. How you like these apples? As Priscilla mimics the exact same hand gesture that Martha just executed, and a giant spike of raw metal comes shooting up from behind, and it comes ripping through his chest, his side, just absolutely stabbing him from where he screams out as his skin starts to burn and he, what, and this has gone terribly wrong and he's furious about it. This is why humans can never come here. It's the queen's turn. From beneath the elephant, there is a blast of white energy. And scooting out in that blast as it kind of lifts the elephant up on its like little ass and then... <sighs> I thought it was gonna blow up the elephant. Out of it comes spread-winged, a white eagle, swooping up, soaring into the sky, into the room. We're letting loose a, a, an eagle's cry! Oh which shit, it's another bird. Sounds like fucking kill them! Is what the eagle says if you speak eagle! Which you don't. <laughs> But as the eagle swoops, yeah, um, fucking fairies turn into birds. <laughs> <laughs> and as as she screams, the king shouts out, "Fly, my queen! I will handle these worms!" And she takes off out a window. Don't worry. <laughs> She's not the only one who has wings. No. Okay, so Esmond is still sitting there. Esmond is on the ground, fucking freaking out. I'm just gonna go grab him. Um, yeah, you race over to Esmond, you slide down on your knees and grab him, and he's like, Mel? Oh my god, I, are, you, are you Mel? Does it matter? I can get you out of here. Please get me out of here! Okay, and then she's right next, are they, is he still next to the king then? Yeah, king is right okay, there. Okay, and she's gonna turn and uh, cast Ultra Light Beam for five points, which a beam of energy that does times three damage and blinds target for negative five to both attack and defense for three rounds. Uh, yeah, Mel, you, your hand rears back and you seem to kind of summon a, an energy ball into your twin hands and you just let it loose uh, as this beam of energy whack, hits him right between the eyes. And I don't even stop. I just, I just grab Esmond and I fucking and start, start poking it away toward, yeah, away toward, away from all of this. Like, I'm assuming this is like a grab and go and like smash motion. Can I, um, I have that breastplate on. I'm gonna shove it at him. Put this on. I don't know exactly what it does, but it's gotta be better than nothing. Um, okay, okay, yeah. So, time kind of slows down for Nico for a second. 
shit. There's actually part of him that like hesitates for a second. It's a lot for him. So much so that he forgets to manifest the Warhammer for a second. But then he sees Mel shine the ultralight beam and run back towards him and he like gets it and uh wh the minute that her and esmond get to him like, he looks at her and goes like i'll cover and deploys the warhammer uh growing the horns and tentacling out between his hands uh and then turns towards the nearest guards and berserkers I'm gonna throw superhero into this. Yeah, you are. Uh, because of, can I borrow this for a second? Uh, for the courage that it took him to do this. So your first flaming warhammer strike heads towards the white armored face of the nearest fake guard. Fourteen. Okay. So your flaming hammer comes flying in uh, for regular damage at the moment. Boom! Knocks him back. That twenty. Uh, so that gives me momentum, uh, just two times damage for uh, the remainder of combat. Um, I'm now doing times two damage. Yep. Uh, so you sh shattered that dude's armor. He's still standing, but he's been jacked up real hard. Nice. Uh, yeah, and now uh, uh. it is their turn. The five guards kind of surround you guys, one each squaring up against you. Uh, all right, first one is coming for Blue Steve, otherwise known as Huxley. He's attacking with a knife. Uh, bring it, my dude. Uh, and that is a 16. Okay, he only rolls a 11. So his tiny little knife uh, swoops out at your throat, but you duck to the side, dodging it. Too slow, too slow. Uh, second step one. Step right up, step right up. Leaps forward with a badass, gigantic blade looking to chop little Martha in half. Nine. Okay, his blade comes down and hits your shield like an impenetrable gong. Um, surprising even him. Uh, the third spins around his awesome spear like a kung fu master. It's a whirling blade that you can barely even see, Olive, as he comes jabbing at you with lethal force. Eight. Twelve. Good enough, though. Um, so it comes, it comes shooting at you, and you, you, you backflip away. Wow! All right, the last two both turn on the one of them turns to to Mel, but Nico luckily steps in the way and is taking both of them so she can get uh, Esmond out. And these are two sword boys, and they're both gonna come striking at you, Nico. Sixteen. Uh, thirteen. Okay, so the first is a frosty cold blade that comes stabbing into your your shoulder for two points of damage. The second one comes at you, also a katana. Eight. Okay, and it, you dodge out of the way. <laughs> it is the crowd's turn. As the army starts swarming in, you see them out of the corner of your eyes. There's there's the ghost of Shadra. Um, there's the ghost of, of Stratus, your friendly Birdman. And there, leading the charge, her little teeth just salivating with wrath and rage, is Paws, screaming out, For the army! As they start swooping in, leaping onto the other guards, and just like causing complete and utter chaos. Get um, some, Paws! Get some! Ah, getting it! For paws, paws, paws are doing damage. Uh, back to the top of the round. It is the king's turn now, and the king. Is it? The king is blind and His has king's a negative a five day. to attack and defense for the next three rounds. Whoop, whoop. The king pulls himself off the uh, off the spike, and he can't he can't see anybody, and he tosses his weapons to the side, and he says, 
Aetherfall can't come soon enough. I'll see your entire species dead! DEAD! And with a snap of his hands, a cold wave snaps out in every direction that smashes into you. Glacis, it hits you, does nothing. Too cool for school. Terra, it hits you for three points of damage. No defense. No defense. Got it. The cold creeps into your joints. Mel, it creeps in and hurts deeply. You take six points of damage. <gasps> Nico. I guess I'm not far enough away. It hits all of you. Yeah. Nico, yeah. same thing. Dampens your fire for six points of damage. Jesus Olive, no. it whooshes over you and you can feel the kind of tingling of your skin. Mm-hmm. Didn't affect you. <sighs> touched. Got it. Because I'd already taken two points of damage, so I'm, I'm, I'm pretty banged up. And with that, uh, he, he, he spins around and you hear him, yeah, and you hear him, and he reaches up to the sky. My champion to me! Justice shall be done! Justice! As he cries out, the light in the room gets darker, as if something is blocking out the sun. Martha sees how badly both Mel and Nico get got hurt, and she full defensive shield up, and she's like, "Get out of here! I'll cover our exit. Get Esmond and go." She looks right at Nico, and she's like, "You promised me." You Maybe. cover us. I'm covering you. Okay, let's go now. I mean, and Mel then, never stopped. Yeah, she stumbled yeah. when she got hit, but she just she kept going. Um, and then, where's the queen? Queen flew away. Did she? Because I'm sending Mariposa after her. You summon Mariposa outside with the command, find the queen, track her. Now, Mariposa can't speak, but as soon as you do summon her, you get an incredible feeling of fear and anxiety. And it like matches on Martha's face and like her eyes go massively wide and she looks at Nico again. She's like, get them out. I, dude, we're, yeah. you're coming out yeah. with us, right? Yeah, yeah, she is, but she's like, but she's the one holding hold, the line because hold, she can. And she's like, like her shield is massive and it's up. Olive. Uh, Bluebell gets up and kind of starts like nervously tromping around, but there's a feeling you get. There is something, something you feel I mean, you feel incredibly connected to her in a way that does remind you of how you feel in your Mecca, at least in those moments before you summon the ultimate champion. Oh, this is going to feel weird. Okay. (laughs) I look at my friends running and my two friends still holding the line um and um I just yell at Martha um we're all leaving together it means I can yeah I don't know are you you reaching out like what do you what I like are you just saying that because but uh like uh, I don't know what'll happen I don't know (laughs) what'll happen I know I, I I don't know, but I know that we have to get in our mech t- to make the ultimate champion, and I'm panicked, and I'm not leaving my friends. 
So Bluebell has a lot more HP than me, so I'm going to do the thing. As you focus on the light... Am I in flesh? You reach out and you are the light. You are one with the light. And your massive feet are pounding across the the tiled floor as your thick skin starts rushing across and the you are a huge animal just you are bluebell holy shit (laughs) (laughs) okay really really quickly i want to look at where my body was am i like passed out and astral projecting into this no your body is gone Holy shit! And you can see on your on your you can see on your elephant body that your elephant itself is wearing amethyst armor. Fuck yes! Like a little crown? Is yes, it wearing a, a tusk crown? Tusk crown <laughs> on top of its badass tusk body. Oh my gosh. Olive! <laughs> Um, that is, this is, oh my god, can we all do that? All of, uh, well, all of Fint goes, <laughs> oh, no! Oh my god. Star- Gina! <laughs> Gina, you killed me. That's it, I'm sorry. No. The, the part of Huxley will now be played by my corpse. <laughs> <laughs> now will somebody give her a fucking chip? Yes. <laughs> Lady, this chip for you. <laughs> okay. Oh um, my god. Who is the most immediate danger to? You've got a shield up, so you've got you're pretty protected. Martha's right fine. Um, there are two guard. There are two soldiers that have been fucking with Nico's shit. And right. Nico doesn't I know look Nico's. The, Nico and Mel are the most hurt right now because yeah, they're probably sure. looking we're, really bad. At we're trying leaving, to get out. You're, yeah. you're heading for the exit. Yeah, they're okay. both covered in frost and like like kind of frost smoke. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Dry uh, ice. Lifting off them. And we're injured okay. enough that we're probably moving slower. There are two guards directly threatening them. There's a bunch of kind of people in the way, but I mean, imagine like the doors flew open. There's all these fucking ghosts yeah. smashed up against a bunch of soldiers. The civilians are, are basically out of the room. The only things between you and the exit are about 50 ghosts mm-hmm. and 30 armed soldiers dealing with a whole bunch of fucking ghosts. Uh, yeah, uh, after the, the signal of brrr, um, and uh, uh, the elephant basically does the like uh, scraping along the ground and I'm gonna basically run my elephant to uh, the like door to create, to push anyone out of the way and then create a block so that any sort of fire that is going to be hurled at them will hit Bluebell and I first. Got it. So Bluebell's gonna just a giant wall of protection. Hell yeah. Um, so she's charging through. She's knocking guards left and right. Why don't you go ahead and make a strength check for me? Okay. 22. So she goes charging through. She's knocking soldiers left and right. And right before you get to the door, you do this kind of sweet, like, yeah, like a skidding J emergency break, but you're an elephant. You go, and you just stand there. And then another big, loud elephant roar. And then glare at the blind king. He can't see it, but man, he if can he feel can, it. He can feel it. Hell yeah. He's quaking in his boots. He's not quaking in his boots. He's fairly confident and very angry. But 
fucking awesome. Uh, Huxley. So you ran? I'm blocking them so they don't get hit. I'm still in the room. I'm okay. just right. in the way of them. I'm still there. Okay, cool. All right, so the three of us are sticking around. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, all right, so Huxley has seen all of that, and I think perhaps... Just for a beat, Huxley just watches it. It's I think I think it's actually Huxley hasn't experienced this because he was driving the car when it was spinning in slow motion and everybody else was watching, but watching Olive become an armored elephant and tear through all these people, it like drops to slow motion for Huxley as he's like, holy shit. Then looks over at Priscilla, because Priscilla We're Simpatico. Priscilla looks at you and is like honestly kind of like gives you a shrug. <laughs> Like, I fucking don't know, dude. This is new to me. Um, Huxley holds up a hand for a high five and says, uh, all right, let's get weird. And Priscilla leaps up and gives you a high five. And as her paw collides with your human hand, you are engulfed in a wave of, of blue energy and light. And you land on your badass little paws, looking down at your blue fur, kind of hidden in some. And you're, you were wearing your, your uh, fancy, fancy outfit. outfit. Well, so it's a very fancy. Yeah, your little fancy waistcoat. Are we still a raccoon? Are we still a normal sized raccoon? 100% my man. <laughs> oh my oh god. god. You're fucking larger. Damn it! Armor. I want to cuddle it. <laughs> well, so you're, you're kind of a bulky, fancy raccoon. But as you and as you look around, you realize the entire room is. I mean, you're about knee height to the rest of the room. <laughs> but no one sees you down here. No one sees. Okay. Um, so we got a couple of guards left, and then we got King Summer Squall, and the room is getting weirdly dark. Is that? the lay of the land just so that as if something is blocking out the anti-light of the non-sun <laughs> fun made of delicious Indian I hate friends. you so much I can't wait to leave this terrible the place non-sun <laughs> <laughs> okay um do I feel more juiced like do I feel like mac level do I feel 10 times as powerful as I did before? No, fucking hell, I hate this place. Um. <laughs> no, you feel, you are at the same size as you, you are the same size class as you were, so you do not feel 10 times more powerful. You do feel a a connection uh -huh. to, uh, to Bluebell, to the Olive Fence, uh -huh. uh, that bespokes something more powerful. Right. Um, <laughs> But no, right now you just feel like a super badass sentient raccoon. Super <laughs> Can the raccoon talk? I don't know. The raccoon points menacingly at uh, King Summer Squall and does it again. I've got 10 more. Do what again? You're iron spiking him again? Yeah, I got 10 more. Holy shit. <laughs> Okay. I mean, smoke him if you got him, right? Yeah. Yeah, you got to roll for it. Uh-huh. Negative five to his defense. Ooh, good reminder on that one. Nice. <laughs> and he's blind. And he's blind, yeah. So that is a 13. That's a negative two. Yes. And the iron spike. Fuck it. Huxley, paint me a picture. <gasps> oh my god. Um, 
The raccoon now attempts to speak. Huxley is gonna try to speak through the raccoon as best as he can and said, I warned you, dude. But all that comes out is. <laughs> <laughs> fine, fine. Um, and. No, that's amazing. No? Uh, yeah, what do, 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 does no, it No, 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 absolutely. He just comes out as raccoon squeaking. However, in your helmets, you all hear Huxley, and luckily, everyone in this kingdom speaks animal. <laughs> so it completely works. Um, and the raccoon brings its tiny little paws up as though like an orchestra conductor and then slashes them down to raise a super mean metal as shit spike like straight through this guy's throat. And it's not like a, a it's not like a, a giant spire like what cracked your your mm-hmm. field. It is it's like it's like six tridents just shooting up from the ground. Each one no thicker than a finger, but absolutely cold iron steel that just pierces his throat in a dozen different places. It looks like a an iron crown sticking from the back of his head. As Blue blood burbles through his lips, and he doesn't even say a word. As for the first time in the history of the Fey Kingdoms, the king is dead. of the Earth is created and DM'd by Colin Kelly and produced and audio designed by Jesse V. Hill. Featured in the cast were Marcy Campos as Martha, Jesse V. Hill as Huxley, Jackson Lansing as Nico, Amanda Powers as Mel, and Gina DeVivo as Olive. Our original theme music is by Stephen Gissy. Champions is proud to be part of the Nerdsmith network of shows. Thank you to everyone who participated in the subscription drive and thank you once again for supporting independent creators. We are entirely word-of-mouth supported. Five-star reviews, shares, recommendations, and tweets of support have grown this show into something special, and we hope you'll help grow it some more. Reminder that anyone who makes a wreck on Instagram this month and tags at WeAreNerdSmith and uses the ChampionsCast hashtag stands to pick up some sweet prototype swag. Meanwhile, the number, the die, and the recording are related. Thump. I'm sorry, guys. We gotta jump in. I'm sorry. What do you do? What do you mean jump in? Do a wild jump. You're gonna kill us all. I don't have a choice. I'm sorry. No, this isn't good. You know what happened last time? We're not. I gotta go. Sorry. Hold on, guys. We're taking fire. Land is near a hospital. Hold on. Like what you hear? This is a small sample of the action and excitement that await you every Monday on the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. Download us on your favorite podcast app and join us for space opera, action, adventure, and lots and lots of console cleaning. Let the chaos begin. Now we can be found as part of the Nerd Smith Podcast Network. Find us at nerdsmith.org.